<laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Mafia Anime Podcast. I am your co-host, Andrew, and we have our three other co-hosts. We have Reed. <laughs> we have Inka. Hello. And then we have Wayne as well. Yeah. And today's topic is going to be about motivation. So <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start it off with a question for you guys, and we're going to okay. start uh, the answers with Reed. But first, what is your motivation when it comes to life? such as TikTok, your career, et cetera? Okay. Uh, with me, I've always said, I've always had like the mantra that my life is service, that like I'm here to um, use whatever gifts have been given to me to sort of, I guess, have an impact and make the world better. But most importantly, I always felt like um, to be strong for those that can't be. Uh, and that's always been sort of like either the main factor or what I'm working towards to get, you know? Yeah, that's nice. Um, I am similar in a sense because I feel like um, I've been given whatever you believe in, like whatever higher power you believe in, call it God, you call it the universe or anything else. I feel like we're all given a set of, of gifts and abilities. And if we use them in, um, in the way that this higher power intended for us to, to use them, then we would continue to have, you know, we would continue to be blessed. And if you don't use them in that way, I feel like these gifts would be taken away because it's, I, I taught you the word sayang, right? In Filipino, sayang is a uh, waste. So it's like saying, what a waste. So if I don't use these gifts that I've been given, it would be sayang. It would be a waste. And it would mm -hmm. be taken away from me. So I was given this voice and, and um, my motivation to, to keep using it is because it, it helps people sleep at night. Um, people like listening to it because it, it comforts them. And... I guess my motivation is when people tell me how much it helps them, you know, like uh, when I make these videos and people respond positively because it helped them today, then that's what motivates me to keep making all these things for them. Wayne? Okay. What motivates me? I think the main drive is for myself. I want to prove to myself that I can achieve these things that like, say for instance, I think gym would be probably the biggest one for me. It's like, I put myself through all these, you know, diets or these training regimes and for what, you know, it's, you know, if it's for myself in the end, it's, I want to prove to myself that I can do this. And if it comes to like career and um, TikTok, like, that's just, you know, given, the opportunity I've been given, I want to, you know, try my hardest and as, as well as make my family proud, you know, like, this is what I can do. This is, let me show you that I can achieve these things. And yeah, that's, and they, they support me for it. So that's like my motivation. So I can keep, keep doing what I love, keep doing what I want to. Yeah. Hmm. I, I want to um, add, <clears throat> I'm similar too, because like the stuff, the videos that I make and my podcasts and all these things, 
those are for other people. But if it's like what you said, fitness, my, like my diet, how I treat my body, um, even the quality of my work that does not necessarily have to be for other people, that's for me. Like mm -hmm. I want to put out good quality work for clients because I want to, that's me kind of showing myself that I can do it. Or like when I work out, it's for me because I want to stay healthy, you know? So yeah, it's a combination. Well, for me, I would say my main source of motivation would probably be um, family. And I know that sounds very cliche to a lot of people, but um, you know, I think it's different for um, people who, whose parents, I'm sure it's the same for Reed as well, but whose parents moved to, uh, who've moved from a different country to America. And um, obviously like they're, they're nothing here, you know, there's something in their homelands, obviously, but um, if you compare it to their status here in America, they're nothing compared to what they are in America, uh, in, in their homelands. So, um, you know, for 22 years now, my parents have raised me and took care of me, paid for my tuition, paid for um, so many things. And it's like, in the same way, it's like, I don't want to waste that um, talent, I guess, and just the gifts that I have been given, um, especially when my parents had to go through so much just for me. Um, so yeah, I was a first generation child. I feel like that's like the least that I can do for um, for my parents who worked so hard here in America, in a foreign country. But yeah, would anyone else like to add on to anything? I feel like uh -huh. that's a very Asian thing. Yeah. Oh no, yeah, for like sure. Immigrant mentality. Is, mm. Like we make a lot less excuses because it's like, yo, you, you, you're here to, you're here to work and you're here to succeed. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I guess it goes also goes back to like, you know, privilege, right? Obviously like, uh, a lot of uh, Asians who were first generations here, there they didn't have much privilege here, you know. So um, yeah, just understanding that and having to see it with my own eyes, not being able to get the toy that I wanted for Christmas just because we couldn't afford it, you know. These small things, it's like, you know, like my dad will buy me one Yu-Gi-Oh card, like from those vending machines, every single day when I was a kid, just to make me happy, you know. And I was so happy from it. Yeah, I was so happy from it. You know, so that's the least I can do, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah. It's the same here in the Philippines. Um, a lot of the people who work, who go into the workforce, they don't do mm -hmm. it for themselves. They do it for their parents. Yeah, for sure. For yeah. sure. It's called, in Filipino, it's called utang na loob, which mm -hmm. means it's, um, it, is a, it is a debt of self. Mm. You know, you owe your life to your parents. Utang na loob. Mm. So you're repaying that debt to your parents when you're older. Mm. Mm. I like that. Sure. Mm. But yeah, uh, going off that question though, uh, what are you, some things that you guys physically do to stay motivated? Because I'm sure like, you know, to, the keyword is stay because, you know, a lot of our followers, yeah, they, they probably do have motivation in life, right? But it's hard to maintain it because, you know, laziness hits you, uh, life hits you, hardships hits you, right? So what are some things that you guys do or can share to stay motivated and um, physically stay motivated in whatever you're doing? 
Okay, so that's really good. So I have a lot of uh, uh, gratitude practices that I do uh, daily, weekly, and monthly. So a weekly, a daily one would be um, every day. Uh, I like to start my day by saying three things I can be grateful for, something big, something small, and someone. So, for example, something big would be having a roof over my head. Something small would be the silence in this room, and the person could be my grandfather. And then uh, I also uh, recite my creed every day. It's a reminder of what I stand for. And I like to once a month, I was homeless, and there was a park that I would sleep in at uh, where um, uh, at, at the benches and the baseball den that I would sleep at and I'd like to go there and just to sit down in those places to remind myself um, what hell is and that you're you know you're literally this this far away from it and uh, to remind myself that you have a lot to be grateful for and uh, you have everything um, going for you so don't mess it up yeah that's nice um for me it's uh my keeping a healthy lifestyle physically helps me stay motivated because um when i when i don't work out i feel sluggish i feel uh lethargic i feel stagnant and every time i am back in my cycle of uh, regularly working out of uh, on and um, uh, keeping a healthy diet, I feel like it keeps me motivated because I already did something that day that is very productive. Especially when I start off my day with a workout, with a healthy breakfast, or anything that helps me maintain my healthy lifestyle, it it already feels like I did something good today. So it motivates me to keep going. Uh, keep, to keep that momentum going with everything, like with with work, or with with being social, uh, with keeping healthier mental habits and things like that. So, like I notice, if I don't work out regularly, I don't read as often, just because I'm not motivated to do anything else. But when I do have that schedule, I I wake up earlier. Um, I eat less junk. I um, try to go out more and, and, and look for uh, new things to try. So yeah, I think that's a, that plays a big part in my motivation. And also when I, when I look back at m the work that I've done, like my portfolio, it motivates me to, to keep getting better at what I do. Cool. Um, motivation. I think the main one is, just like setting goals and like planning. And then I don't know, I, f I feel like I have my, my sort of personality and how I am as a person. I, um, once I put my mind to things, I, I stick to it until the very end. I see it through. So like with, you know, let's say fitness, cause that's an easy one to, to talk about. It's like, I want to achieve 6% body fat. Mm. And then I just know what to do, like what, what to diet. Um, I need to work out every day. And knowing that I set a routine, I make, make a plan and I just follow it through every day. And then look, just looking at the results 
it just motivates me even more that drive that to continue pushing even when you're at like like the, like you know that end part of your diet where you you feel the effects of feeling you you're like feeling tired so you still i still you know end up pushing myself because i know that this is the, this is what's going to happen at the end i already know i'm going to reach six yeah. percent i just need to get past it and then that's how i continue to stay motivated yeah just having a end goal in mind as yeah and applying mm-hmm. and a routine yeah mm. um piggybacking off of what wayne said i would say i'm very similar i like to set a lot of goals um and try to reach those goals by um a specific uh, date or time but however you know like for example um, like I wanted to hit 300 by the end of this month because like when it came to my growth I was last last uh, month I cruised like around 70 80k so if I could do that again you know September I cracked 300k right However, it didn't go as planned, um, but, you know, it didn't, I still wasn't unmotivated, you know, because, you know, you know, I often actually said like, oh, it's probably the creator front and all that stuff, you know, but it made a little bit of excuses. However, it didn't stop me from um, posting. It didn't stop me from continuing to uh, make videos for everybody because, um, in the end, it's just something I really enjoyed. And the goal was 300K, but even if I don't hit it, at least let's try to hit it in um, the month after that, you know? So I would like to set my goals as well and just try to work my way as close as I can to it. Um, if I can't, at least I tried my best. And I think that's what yes. matters, obviously. So um, yeah, I think that's that's uh, that's how something's out, some ways how I would stay motivated. But, um, you know, going off of um, staying motivated, wait, wait, you know, wait. like, let me, let me, are you going to the next question? Yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, let me riff off of what you said, because I feel like yeah. one of the ways that we stay motivated, or I like to use the word consistent, is mm. this right here. Uh, you know, checking in on each other, opening up, yo, my view, my videos aren't doing too well, or this happened, that happened, I don't like making videos right now, or I need to take a break. And just being able to voice that to someone that you know is going through the same thing is right. so big. So like having a community of people that you're going through the same crap with makes it so much better. Oh yeah, for sure. Knowing that you're not alone in the game, you know, for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. I think that's why like us, like this mafia family, thing that we have is so also very important to us because we all know what we're going through we all kind of jumped into us into this together um and we're riding this wave together and it's so important to have that um those that kind of bond you know because not all of your friends will be able to understand what you're going through right now but we can and that's really been an anger yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) yep you know but i think a a thing that also a lot of people forget often forget is that like we haven't even met each other in person so i think that's why we're even more thankful 
in that sense. The fact that we can just, you know, um, bluntly say everything that we need to to a specific group of people. So, um, yeah, it definitely helps um, rolling with the same squad through the same struggles and same um, difficulties in life, I would say. Yeah. yeah. And we've only known each other for three months. Would you believe Three that? months. Three. It doesn't feel like three months. Are you serious? Yeah, it feels yeah. so long. I, I would say half a year. To be, I would have said this whole <laughs> pandemic. Mm-hmm. It yeah. feels like I've known you guys this whole pandemic. Yeah. Yep. That's yep. crazy. So fun in January. Whole yes. <laughs> for sure. For sure. I'm so excited for my birthday. <laughs> So, you know, the last question we talked about staying motivated when hardships and difficulties happen. What's a hardship and difficulty that happened in your personal lives and how did you guys deal with it? So just give an example to our viewers, a specific hardship and a specific way you dealt with that hardship. Uh, Specific hardship. Uh, probably getting out of poverty. That was probably my biggest, mm. like, uh, one of the most, mm-hmm. one of one of the biggest. Uh, how did I get out of it? Working out really was my salvation because I didn't. I needed a way to relieve stress, and I found the weight room, and like literally, I had to be there for three hours, or I wouldn't. I would. I, I wouldn't be normal because mm. I was just so stressed out. I was 17 years old. Um, everything was taken away from me and I was like struggling. Like I didn't know where, if I would eat the next day or if I'd have a place to sleep. And How old were you? I was 17. 17. And um, yeah, like, or like if I'd even be able to go to school or anything like that. And really it's just, it's not even take it one day at a time. It's just like get to the next hour. Mm. And I, I feel like I got that, that mentality has, has helped me today uh, to be able to zero in on where you are and focus on what you can change. Because like when you're homeless, you can't think of like, oh, I'll get a job and, uh, and then I'll get an apartment and blah, 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 blah. It's like, no, no, no. Uh, how about in the next hour you try to be clean, okay? And then maybe the hour after that, maybe then you can go to uh, a library and get a card and then you can look up jobs and then you can blah, 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 blah. Just dissecting mm-hmm. everything. And um, yeah, it's just uh, focusing on what you can change instead of what you can't. I like that. Yeah, that's so important. Um, I think for all hardships, it's like that. You just you, you have to concentrate on getting through to the next hour when you're going through a difficult time Mm -hmm. you don't see things in days or weeks it's it's every hour you're just trying uh you guys know what i've been through recently that's probably like my biggest hardship ever uh my life entirely changed like i i was in a long-term relationship i thought that that was going to be my life um, like I had my life planned out already and, um, almost overnight it changed and my life changed completely from a life that I was so used to because I hadn't been living with my parents for like 
almost a decade. I was on my own already with, with someone. And um, that someone disappeared. I left all of my friends behind because I, I moved uh, cities. And now I'm back with my mom. And I have a different kind of job. Uh, it's a pandemic. I can't see anybody. So almost completely, my life is so different. So coming from one big hardship, jumping into foreign territory, it's been such a confusing time for me. And uh, similar to what Reed said, I needed a distraction. So I turned to fitness. Like I said, I need to, to get my mind off of this because I, uh, I moved back to my, to my mom's house September, I was cocooning for months. I, I came back here September. I didn't leave my room until January. Like, oh, I was just, oh, okay. That's what you meant by cocooning. Uh, I was like, yeah. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. I didn't leave my room until Girl. January. Like, I was just in bed. I was sleeping the whole day. I... So that's kind of how you dealt with the breakup, just by cocooning. It's like, yeah, beating. yeah. Got it. It was, it was, it was. And then bad, you but... came out a beautiful butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> I can see you coming out of that. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. With the cat ears. Hi. <laughs> and I'm ready. <laughs> oh, <beautiful> butterfly. <laughs> Yeah, basically. But I, 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 kicked, mm. I kind of told myself, okay, this is enough. Uh, even if I wasn't feeling it that day, I, went, I walked to my gym. I said, you're going to sign up for a program right now because this is too much. <laughs> I was talking to myself and then I was like, okay, okay, fine. And even if I didn't feel it, I forced myself to go to the gym every day because I needed the distraction. Like, if the working out itself didn't distract me, the pain from the working out and my muscles uh, did the trick the next day. And that kind of helped me like keep going. And, and going back to my answer earlier, like every time I work out, I feel, I feel more motivated to do other things because I feel like I already did something productive that day. And that really helped um, kind of, yeah, turn me into a, a butterfly, <laughs> I guess. I've heard that the way that uh, Josh stays motivated is that whenever he needs to get anything done, he just looks himself in the mirror and he does like a thirst trap for himself. So like, like if he wants to work out, he just goes, got to work out. He does the look. No, he does the look. He goes like, Fine. and then he winks at himself. For sure. <laughs> Not mine. <laughs> Sorry, Wendy. What? But is Inca yeah, all done? Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I think one hardship that pops into my mind is um, my job. Because I graduated in 2017. Yes, 2017. Mid-year 2017. And, you know, I didn't have any experience in the hotel industry, until like tourism. Because that, that was my degree. For people that don't know, I... I have a Bachelor of International Tourism and Hotel Management. And I so I finished that. I applied for all these entry-level um, hotel jobs and I actually didn't hear back from any of them or even get a chance to go in for an interview. Like I applied for dozens, dozens of hotels 
and you know not one of them got back to me so that was really like depressing you know fresh graduate no job no like nothing like right out and yeah for six months of continuous applying nothing you know just no one no one not even one interview and I got to a point where I was like I gave up I actually gave up I was like this degree I I don't want to pursue it and that's when I like completely flipped I went I was like I want to go to South Korea and teach English as a as a second language so Mm. I yeah I I got mm, I got all the and I like traveling too so I was like you know what why not enjoy and do get paid for it you know so I got I got qualified and got the um ESL ESL yeah ESL certificates and all that applied for it did my interview with um with that company and then got accepted as well and got my end date but that's like that wasn't really what my parents wanted me to do like they were like they still supported me they were like like yeah go for it guess like you know I mean and they're like are you sure but they were at the end like are you sure about it so I was like Hmm. I was like true am I just doing this because I you know I didn't find anything but what's so funny <laughs> why is Reed laughing I'm not laughing why is Andrew laughing why? His face. <laughs> no I'm listening to your story I promise I'm still listening I'm still listening this is my yeah, your parents your parents were saying, are you sure? You guys, yeah, okay, anyway. Um, yeah, so I decided to, like, last minute apply. <laughs> last minute apply. And then, yeah, I heard back, went in for an interview, and got the job the next day. And oh. that's literally, I, I completely what? scrapped, scrapped uh, yeah, and I completely scrapped the whole South Korea placement. <laughs> The heck? That's just so like that. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I've just yeah, I'm really joined. That's what we're leading up to where I am to this day, you know. And mm. I think the take home story out of that is never give up. Don't give, don't ask, don't give up. You know, because <laughs> you yeah, never say never, never say never. Because my whole life would be so different right now if I actually didn't try again. If yeah. I just, I would be, yeah, I wouldn't, I've, I don't think I would have met you guys or even That's started true. TikTok. Yeah, right, if I was true. doing something else. Yeah, if I was living in South Korea, that'd be crazy. I don't know. Like, You'd probably be a K-pop star. <laughs> <laughs> You'd probably be one of dude. You'd probably be one of <laughs> Wow. <laughs> who are you angie um yeah so i would say my hardest time would have to have been uh three years ago when i when we when we talked about how you know i was basically like a borderline and alcoholic oh yeah yeah. And, yeah and um yes it was not just you know my family but it was also my relationship but when it came to the relationship it was mainly because of not because of the breakup but for around six months of how i was treated and what was said to me that damaged my mind mentally right 
What what yeah. never went into that? What did they say? Did um, well, yeah. So since I'm not gonna say the name, I won't say anything. But um, you know, because I wasn't a virgin, uh, uh, she yeah, would yeah, say yeah. things oh, like, "Oh, no, you did talk about it." No. Yeah, yeah, she would say how like I'm used or or that um, you get dirty towel, you dirty, you dirty Korean. <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> she actually said that though. She actually did say that. Yeah. Um, but don't, yeah, I don't want to use a power. I a new white power. <laughs> That's horrible. But it's like um, you know, it damaged my mind mentally. But uh, I think that. What I realized afterwards is like the most important thing is your health. And, you know, even before your career and before everything, the most important thing in your life should be your health and not just your physical health, but also your mental health, which is why I took such a long break afterwards. I just focused on myself long because it? it was long. It was like a year and like a year and a half. Wow. Um, you guys not, eventually. Nah. Nah, nah, nah. That would be ironic. <laughs> who's the third cow now? Who's the third? Oh, no, no. No, we, we did. We did. We did, actually. No, yeah. I thought you meant after the breakup, but we did. Yes, we did. Wait, that's so hypocritical. I know. Wait, wait I know, is that what you said? You're like, you're not the virgin either. What are you talking about? I was very, I was very blinded by the relationship as a whole. And I was kind of a simp, so I just like took everything. You know what I'm saying? And I was just like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, I get and that too. Yeah, it was like yeah, that kind I of relationship. That. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I mean, uh, but Wayne gets that the most. So. <laughs> King simp. <laughs> He's not but, even denying it. But like I said, I realized health was the most important and I really focused on like um, working on like myself and just my mental health and everything. Even before, like that's what I didn't even hook up with girls. I didn't do anything because I just knew that girls at that moment were not for me. Like I needed to be alone and just focus on myself. We wanted boys. Exactly. <laughs> One of the boys. Do you think her sort of shaming you for your sexuality has had a lasting effect on how you approach sex or your relationship with sex as a dirty act because a lot of people uh especially in the christian community have this uh, right. uh view of mm. sex as something dirty something to be hidden something to be uh ashamed of it's mm. a good question so at first at first it did but after I worked, like, literally just focused on myself, nothing else besides just focus on myself, um, that's when I realized that, like, you know, like, I'm not, I'm not what she said I was, you know? Like, I am more than capable of doing things that I don't even know that I can achieve, you know? So, um... Oh, yeah, yeah. But I'm curious, how did she, in her mind, hmm. what was the reasoning? Like, how are you dirty, but we're still, and I'm not dirty? Um, it was, 
I don't, I don't know. She would just say things like how, was how she virgin before you. She was. <laughs> before, yes, she was. <laughs> All right, that's my boy. That's my boy. <laughs> 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 Is that your virginity? Okay, I take that from you. It's <laughs> already <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, but that's basically what she would say, right? Um, okay. But um, but yeah, I mean, eventually got over it, worked on myself, and that's what brought me here today. Which is why I read kind of. Uh, it answers. It kind of answers your question on why do I always look down on myself often. It's because of like that period of time where I constantly did, you know, uh, I thought everything was my fault. And even when it came to family, I thought a lot of things were my fault. So like mentally I was not okay. And that, that's why like this like constant pessimistic side of me exists because it's just like a little after effect of what happened, you know? Right. Um, I understand that too. Cause like coming, <laughs> like, I feel like I'm still dealing with things like that. Like I'm always, kind of sec- second guessing myself like did I did I do something wrong mm-hmm. like did I what did I it's the question is always what did I do wrong is because for a time it was always you're too like this you're too much of a like that you're too right. like this don't do that don't do this you shouldn't have done that and I'm always finding myself I'm sorry I did this I'm sorry I did that or like asking what did I do like did I do something wrong and it's like I'm trying to unlearn these things. So I, I mm. understand what you're, where you're coming from. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, so the last question I have here is, um, so what are some goals that you guys have for the rest of the year? And how do you plan on achieving these goals? Uh, I would like to have my first uh, five figure month. Uh, I don't want to do specific numbers. There are specific numbers I want to do, but I just don't want to share that right now. But I want to hit my first five-figure month and then a couple other financial goals uh, because, and I advise that you guys should try to do something like this too because the best time to make money is Q4. You know, you got Black Friday, you got Thanksgiving, Mm -hmm. you got Christmas, you got Halloween coming up next month. So if, I, I really highly advise that if you guys ever want to make and sell something, now's, now's a really great time. Um, and I would like to be able to have some sort of pretty sizable following around us, not just individually, whether it be the Moth Family and Facebook, I mean, Instagram page, uh, which is on Instagram right now, uh, or... Um, <laughs> I'd like to be able to have a pretty sizable following where it's just us and people focus on not an individual. Of course, people have favorites and biases, but as a whole, the mafia family, I would like to have some sort of creator group that I can rely on. And of course, hit, you know, bigger numbers in the following. I'd like to hit uh, 100K Instagram, YouTube, and then... I'd like to be around uh, five mil, five to 10 mil range. At the end of the year? Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, personally, oh, crud. I had something in mind and then now I forgot. Okay. Um, I wanted to 
earn back the life savings that I lost um, before the end of the year. And I'm nearing that goal already. So that's good. And um, I also would like to learn how to drive. (laughs) 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 Learn how to drive. And um, I want to build up my portfolio of uh, brands that I work with uh, to get more um, uh, well-known brands uh, from here in the Philippines and and work with more international brands too. So Spotify is my first international brand that I've uh, that I'm working with. So that's that's one. And then what else? Just maybe yeah, like grow in my in my following across all social media accounts. I'm trying to really um, focus on all of my accounts at the same time because I want them all to to grow together. And then, of course, uh, grow us as a family, too. That's something that I'd like to do. Um, Yeah, prepare for when you guys come here. (laughs) (laughs) Hey. Me, my goals, I think I can break it down into categories. Well, fitness-wise, my goal is just to stay stay like lean and healthy, so it's it's nothing too because I'm not competing. It's just like a a general sort of goal, and I have that all year round. So just continue maintaining that. Uh, in terms of social media and influencing like growth, growth wise, I think I want I want I, I want to hit one million. I want I want to on TikTok, and. That requires putting in work, so you know, and be consistent. So just have to continue grinding. And Instagram, a hundred k sounds nice, you know. By the end of the year, hundred k does sound nice. But I think I think they all come hand in hand with each other. If I grow from TikTok, I'll grow on Instagram. You know, like if I get one million on TikTok, I will get one hundred k on Instagram. Yeah. I, I think they're all, yeah, they all correlate with each other. Um, Work goals. Right now, I think I'm just racking up experience. By the end of the year, I don't think I can adv- advance to the next um, position, which is, I've mentioned before, head of department of like front office. That's probably nice. further down track, especially with COVID. It doesn't really help. There's no jobs. There's nothing, especially in the tourism industry, like hotels, there's no one looking. So that's sort of been a bummer this year, but it is what it is. Um, I just have to continue uh, just, you know, working hard and showing that I can do my job properly <laughs> above and beyond. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Any any pers- any other personal goals? No, not, I don't think there's anything major right now. Like, <laughs> yeah. How about you, Andrew? What's, what's your goals? Um, I think for TikTok, social media wise, it's very similar to Wayne's, um, as close as possible to one mil, um, close as possible to a hundred K on Insta. Um, I do know I have to be more active on Insta if I want to achieve something like that. So, um, I do want to also expand my activity on social media, um, work-wise just 
keep doing what I'm doing, except um, also just try to decide finally like what I want to do for real and actually focus on one thing, right? Um, and another goal would be, um, mm, I would say my very last goal would be to, yeah, I think that's really it. There's not really much going on in my life, you know? So I think that's really it for me, just social media and work. And that's really it. So, yeah. 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 That's yeah right. Same. Um, that was the last question, but is there anything else you guys would like to share with our audience uh, before we end? Any points? Any? I'm 16 days clean of nicotine. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Get it. Get it. <laughs> Yay. Happy. Uh, Inka is almost hitting 1 million on TikTok as well, guys. Oh, yes. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, stay tuned. Probably Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably Wednesday. Yeah. Um, anything else? You guys like to say? No? Okay. Uh, well, thank you guys once again for watching another episode of the Mafia Family Podcast. I'm your co-host, Andrew. And like I said, we have Reed. We have Inka. Hi. And we have Wayne. Hello. And we will see y'all all next week on the next episode. Later, guys. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>